This is the Acoustic Guitar Project podcast. I'm Dave Adams, and we're with Anthony Redka uh, from Detroit. And his song is called Don't Know How. It was written and recorded live in a week. Anthony, uh, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy to have you here. And uh, so we want to talk about your song. Tell us a little bit about what inspired you during the week you had the guitar uh, to make what you made. <laughs> Fear. Uh, working under the clock has never been good for me. It was hard getting through college doing that. And uh, anyway, uh, I got the guitar. I brought it home. I turned on Netflix. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I was watching like X-Files or something. Did uh, that inspire you in any way? guitar. And uh, thought, well, it's not coming, so I'll try again tomorrow, and I'll try again the next day. I think it was like the third day in. Um, I was coming home from work, and I had a melody in my head, which is usually how I write a song anyway. Mm. Um, you know, it starts with a melody, and then I just come up with some words to fill that melody, and I record it to my phone or something. And then get. And um, anyway, I get home with the melody in my head, and I grab the guitar, and I started writing. I thought, oh, here it goes. And um, it ended up not being the song. Oh, <laughs> so really? I just, yeah, I, I wrote like this uh, chorus or something, and it, I, it just it wasn't developing. I thought, oh crap, you know. So now it's four days in, and I'm stuck. And uh, I get to a point that um, I thought, well, I, I should try going topical. I should uh, like focus on something that's going on in my life and try to draw from that to write the song, which doesn't always work, at least not for me. A lot of people say it does for them, but not for me. And so uh, I thought about something personal going on, this uh, person in my life, and, and thought, well, I'll draw on that. And, and um, so I, the lyrics came first, and I strummed some chords, a little more, few more lyrics, strummed some chords, a few more lyrics. Melody developed, and out of nowhere, the song kind of got finished pretty quick, like 20 minutes or something, just in that middle of the week, you know, after um, being in complete and utter fear about it. <laughs> You know, because you're expected to, you know, you see, on, you know, on our side, we have to deliver. You know, you're handed this guitar for a week, and it's, it's a beautiful thing, but then you sort of, the pressure is on as soon as you're handed that guitar, you know. So mm. pressure was on, and I was feeling it, and then out of nowhere, it just, it's a, it's a good thing uh, that this person in my life that I drew on <laughs> um, uh, is able to uh, give me that inspiration. So. Were you surprised when the song came to you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Um, it's always a surprise because it's something that exists. Like I think Paul McCartney said it: "From nothing, there's something." Yeah. <laughs> you know, out of nowhere, just something is alive, and you and you birthed it. I like to think of it as there's songs; they all exist. You just it's sort of like uh, Ben Franklin and the key and the lightning. You know, you don't invent electricity; you discover it. So like, it's sort of the songs are already out there somewhere, and you just have to like, you know, be the be the portal that that draws that song so mm. um draws that song through so uh, surprised it yeah i guess i was surprised that i that it came so quickly yeah but surprised i was sure it would come actually i was sure it would come but um but it came quick and then it was over and i was like great and i was like a little relieved um but also really excited just because it's a new song but also because i thought oh, i was able to produce something halfway decent for this so yeah how do you feel, like you said, it's exciting, like how does it feel when you finish a song? What's, what's that feeling? Relief. Uh, I, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know if you have, you have an outlet in your life 
that allows you to do this, maybe this project for you, just, you know, when something is accomplished, you just feel a sense of relief. Um, emotional relief or like, oh, I got that off my chest because it's therapy. It, at least it's therapy for me. Mm-hmm. So I always feel just, sometimes I feel a little drained, a little tired, like I worked a hard day at work or something, you know, like that's sometimes how a song can be. It can be laborious, you know, and then you get to the end of it and you're like, ah, I can lay down now and rest, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're excited to get up and record it. So um, it's it's all those things, you know, for me at least. Yeah, uh, you had mentioned uh, like you had a, a, a start, and then you kind of thought, no, this isn't it. Um, how do you how do you know something's not it? Like, uh, because it's not exciting. It gets uh-huh. like it, it, I was going through the chorus, and it it I know I've completed a song, or I'm on a good path to completing a song when. Um, uh, when it just keeps rolling out and I just kept hitting a roadblock and it was getting boring and I thought, well, this isn't it, you know, so. Mm. And what, what was the guitar like? I mean, is it, so it's a completely new instrument. Did that affect you in any way as well too? Well, yeah, it was like spiritual, like it's weird. I, I mean, not to be overly hokey about it, but getting this guitar that other people, friends of mine that I know and people I don't know who wrote their songs on it, that, that's what's cool about the acoustic guitar project is that um, you get this guitar that other people are using and it just has like a little bit of a, a spiritualness to it. It, it, it. You sort of become a little uh, hypersensitive to it and um, it, it, you know, I don't, I don't really know if we have spirits or if there's anything, but I'd like to think we do and there's a little bit of a magic about it. So, and it's a nice guitar. It plays nice. It sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm looking at the signatures while playing it, you know. Um, that's a that's a cool thing yeah yeah and uh you you know you mentioned uh you were you take a little break and then you record it live you know afterwards is it you know a challenge to to do a live recording i mean i I, that was you know it's another thing to to not have any editing you know and to really make it about the song and how, how does that affect things well when you're recording it you're you're thinking in your head about it at least for me i like it takes me a few times to focus on the song like i have to run through it a few times because i'm like okay here's that really uh, here's that mouthful of words that came out when i wrote it but it might not come out rhythm you know the rhythm might not flow. uh oh yep i flubbed it <laughs> so like it, it's like you have to do a few practice runs um which can be a little nerve-wracking but it it sort of um refines the song a little bit and then when you record it live um um and you get to you know you get to see it through you get to the end you get to the last chorus or whatever um uh, there's just uh i don't know like i said a sense of accomplishment like when you finish writing it and then when you finish recording it you're like okay whew, done i you bet know? yeah especially the recording part because i mean at any point you make one mistake and you're like oh, i gotta start over yeah and that's the thing but that's the cool thing about doing it live is that you're doing it with the guitar so it's like the old days like in the 1960s or something or you know, whenever, before they had all the double tracking, um, which, I mean, they had in the 60s, but it was limited. Um, that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, you're there with your guitar and vocals, so it's not like you can just, yeah, you have to restart it. If one thing screws up, uh, if, you, if you miss a chord or you miss the vocal, so the, you know, the pressure of that kind of causes you to perform well, I guess, because it focuses you. But um, that's the cool thing about it, though, is that... Um, you, you're very aware about what's happening. You know, you're aware of it um, when you're recording it. Did I answer the question? Or did I yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> you did. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you, 
was this song a departure from your normal music in any way, or is it pretty pretty close to what you what you do? I'd say it's pretty close to what I do. You yeah. know, I write pretty basic pop rock songs. It's like what I do, folky mm-hmm. pop rock stuff. So I I'd say it's got a hook and it's got a bridge. And I always like to do the sort of traditional way of writing mm-hmm. like a pop song: is a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, middle eight. Not that they all have to be structured. I've written plenty of songs that are just you know eight verses uh, or there's no no middle eight there's no bridge or there's you know or it'll start on the chorus and we 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 all have our variety of ways of writing but stylistically in general um i'd say it's up my alley although it's a it's quite a few words in the verses if i recall there's a um than i would usually do it sort of has more of a rhythmic pattern than a melodic pattern Mm -hmm. so it's a little more rhythm over melody i think in the verses um so that might I might have stepped out of the box with that a little bit. Mm. And do you when you when you wrote it, you know, and you got it in the twenty minutes, were were you in a specific place? Was there you know, do you write in a specific place? I mean, is there like a, a way that you kind of do things to get some creativity flowing? A TV on mute. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. Usually, um, I guess I, in all honesty, I just sit on my couch with my guitar with the TV on. Uh, I'm not sure why, or I'll light some candles. I'll try to do that, but it never really, it's a, that's what surprises me. It never ends up being this place that you'd expect. It's always different. Sometimes I'll write, I'll get up in the middle of the night and have a song idea and write in my bedroom, or sometimes I'll just be sitting Indian style on the floor. Or I'll, you know, I might be in my kitchen and get an idea. So I grab my guitar and I sit at my kitchen table. It, 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 it I don't really have a place I go to this. I, I, instead, the song kind of takes me to the place I'm in. You know what I mean? Like it, it comes mm-hmm. to me rather than me going to it. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's really that. No, that's really yeah. profound statement. You know. Um. So. Yeah. Do you, it varies. Uh, emotionally, though, I'm always drawn to the same place. Yeah. Which is usually, you know, digging deep inside myself. But that's mm-hmm. what art is. You know, is digging, going inside yourself, and presenting it for people to, to respond to. And maybe, yeah something out of something. is that ever hard to do i mean is it does it ever get too vulnerable yeah well i'm a little embarrassed about this song because it's a little it's it is in my opinion it's a vulnerable song yeah so it's a little embarrassing because um i like i a lot of my songwriting is abstract lyrically and this is pretty straightforward hey i love you uh here's the truth about it and here's why i love you and here are the reasons and uh, that's a little nerve-wracking for me, especially in our community um, of musicians here in the Detroit area, because a lot of people know each other, and they're, you know, I'm like, oh, are they going to pick up on what I'm talking about? This is like a little, I feel a little embarrassed by it, but I think it's a good song, so I'm, 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 you know, I'm going to have to let that go. Yeah. So. Did uh, does the person who you wrote the song about know that they're have been they've been written about? I'm what? pretty sure they've got to. So yeah. Well, no, I'm. I, I don't know. Maybe they've never said, but they've heard it. But Will they be at the concert? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. probably. How's so, that gonna go? Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. All right, I man. Mean, there are some specific things in there, but only that that person would know. So yeah, cool. That's kind of also a safeguard. Yeah. I, anyway, that's exciting, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah, I mean, uh, what do you think about this concert coming up? That uh, that that could be. I'm gonna actually be there. I'll see you there. So sweet. Yeah, 
I bought a ticket um, to come home. Cool. Um, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be cool to have all, the whole lot of us there yeah. um, doing our songs. And just, uh, I, I love meeting I, a lot of these people I don't know. A lot of these people I've never met. So it'd be, it's going to be nice to um, meet, meet them and uh, network with them and just, you know, hey, you want to do a show? Hey, you want to write a song together? That I, I just love, I love the idea of songwriters getting together and performing. Specifically songwriters, not, not just musicians, but mm -hmm. guys who, like, put themselves in the songs. Mm. Guys or gals who yeah. put themselves in the songs. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm actually extremely excited. What is it? Next Sunday, I think. Uh, yeah, the 6th. What, uh, you know, you kind of said something interesting there. Uh, musicians versus songwriters, like... How do you how do you describe the difference between those two types of people? So, I guess I'm a purist about it. Yeah. So there there's two schools. Like I love all the old singers, like Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughan. I mean, the list goes on. Chet Baker. <clears throat> I love all the old singers and old musicians who took Gershwin material, Fats Waller material, and what have you, uh, Duke Ellington's material, and they they made it their own. They made mm -hmm. the song or whatever because you always get this thing from people not always but oh they don't write their own songs or it's sort of an adolescent thing to, that some people a point of view that people have uh, adolescent immature thing that people mm -hmm. have I always liken it to uh, you don't write your own movie script but you're an actor in a movie and that's sort of, sort of how I piece the songwriting and of, of that pop era of the 30s and 40s and 50s together so the point being um, I think there's two schools uh, here to talk about musicians who dedicate themselves to the instrument or their voice and songwriters who dedicate themselves to the song and sometimes those worlds collide hmm. they have a lot in the last 50 years in contemporary music you know the beatles paul simon you know stones all that stuff radiohead and so on and so forth of course the two worlds can collide but um there is a singer songwriter and it's a terror like a lot of people hate that name but there is a sort of uh real real thing happening right now at least in the Detroit area, where there's, where there's just a plethora of good songwriters mm. who are writing really good songs, contemporary songs, and um, I think some of these songwriters, including myself, put themselves more into the song than into play, being a guitar player or being mm. a vocal. So that's what I mean. You know, we're not all virtuosos. We're not playing these crazy. We don't have crazy chops. We're not doing Bach partitas on classical guitars. We're we're just playing using the instrument to write the song rather than than using a song to be a great guitar player or a great vocalist or a great piano player. You know yeah. Mean? Yeah, there's plenty of uh, plenty of emotion coming out of Detroit, that's for sure. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's amazing. I thought, I thought things were sort of over in the Detroit music scene. I, I actually think that um, there's sort of a birth of songwriters. And maybe it's because I'm getting a little older and I'm noticing it and being more aware of it or, or, or whatever. But, I mean, it's just... I go and see all these, I go to these open mics and I just constantly, I'm like, man, that's a good song, man, that's a good song, man. It might just be my opinion, but hmm. from my point of view, there's like a, we're all blossoming at the same time, and it's really, really cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's exciting to hear, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, experiencing a little bit of that when I come back. You know, I mean, you know I'm from Detroit, I think, um, so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to, I'm always, you know, cheering for the city and, and hoping that it will do well and I do know that there's a huge um, powerful art movement there always it's so. exploding it's exploding yeah. and it always has it, it, mm -hmm. 
yeah, there's it always whether it's Motown or it's jazz. I mean, there was a huge jazz movement in the forties yeah. and fifties, you know, which yeah. kind of led to Motown, but that's another conversation. Yeah. Anyway, that's great. Um, is there anything else that you want to add about your song or the project or any just that I love just that I love being a part of it, and I think it's 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 an awesome thing, and I think and I thank you. That's all. Oh Thanks my gosh. For, doing this for all of us you know thanks for thanks for being part of it i i mean it's humbling to have somebody create something you know um just because of an idea it's a great feeling yeah well congratulations (laughs) awesome well i'm dave adams thanks for listening to the acoustic guitar project podcast and here's don't know how by anthony retka from detroit written and recorded live in one week for the acoustic guitar project.com thousand ways looked for reasons in passing days when light becomes a fuzzy haze and my skulls consumed by a mindless maze when dreams are all that I dream about and you are what I cannot do without it's hard to know I'm the only one inside this room where there is no doubt I know I love you I don't know how I know I love you I don't know how I know I love you I don't know how to escape my heart and turn back now well it came to me as such a surprise when I felt the depth of your open eyes and I know the kindness that you can give in the way that you care in the way that you live I've watched your light just flicker and dim but never go out when you think of him it shines right through each and every friend gets brighter with each loving word you send I know I love I love you, I don't know how, I know, I love you, I don't know how, I know, I love you, I don't know how to escape my heart and turn back now, I know, I love you, I don't know how, I know, I love you, I don't know how, I know, I love you, I don't know how to escape my heart and turn back now. doesn't have to end here a love song can be made of anything I don't say it well so I sing and I guess when our bones are raptured and gone or ashes in the rising dawn there will be a place where we belong in the fields and forests and fortresses strong no more reasons to explain away the reasons a person can never stay or understand you in any way 
because of something you didn't say I know I love you and I know how I know I love you and I know how I know I love you and I know how to embrace my heart and turn back now I know I love you I always will I know I love you I always will I know I love you I always will when the evening's quiet and the 